That night I had a dream. He's nothing to me. I drifted off, thinking about happiness, birth, and new life. Not a chemical super freak, but I still need a gun. But now I was haunted by a vision of... It, oh, oh, my personal favorite. Had their entrails cut out and burned. <laughs> he was horrible. Mouth to dildo, dildo to ass, ass to ass, high branch, anal bees. A man with all the powers of hell at his command. We don't have time to meet his lawyer! Wow. Fighting through explosive diarrhea. I think some of these folks were hitting the saggy pretty hard. It turned the day into night. I'm a mall. I got a thing for worms. I work on Wall Street. You know, with the big buildings. I live in an apartment with a doorman. And I can buy almost anything I want. Chrissy, over by the wall. Bring me the big knife. It was especially hard on the little things. Bring me the big knife. I'm gonna cut my throat. The helpless and the gentle a gunrunner's wet dream. It's like a battle between motors and horses. Like technology versus horse. I never just rode before a gunfight. He left a scorched earth in his wake to be fouling even the sweet desert breeze and whipped across the brow. It's like unbeatable. I didn't know where it came from and why. It's not exactly my ties and Yahtzee out here. Italian. Welcome back to the unbearable weight of Nicolas Cage, your guide to the Nicol. No, we're not. It's been a while since a podcast. It's been a while since. This a week we found Nick Cage so unbearable that we're changing the movie. <laughs> we're doing a patented. Fuck Captain Corelli's mandolin. We're watching Teen Titans go to the movie. But then I think I'm just still going to say that it's to Eden or I'm still going to just put that it's Captain Corelli's mandolin, but then I have a picture of Nicolas Cage as Superman. I mean, you gotta have bits, dude, I suppose. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'll make it a gif. So it, the image just changes over. I thought you couldn't make gifs, and that's why I don't have a... That's a cool motorcycle gif from I Think You Should Leave. I can make some gifs, but there's a difference between literally cropping video from a Netflix TV series and editing that versus just here's images that are composited over. Good morning, Devin. Good morning. No, there's websites I'm, that you can use to do that. I don't know about the Netflix part, but... I, I also was unable to find a good uh, like YouTube upload of that clip. There's your I'm problem. Luke. I'm Tevin. I'm Abby. Uh, yeah. I made my first gif when uh, Rupert Murdoch was telling Donald he was not going to withdraw calling some states. By using the classic "You're out, Norman" from uh, Spider-Man. Which Spider-Man? The first one. Okay. When he gets fired from the, when Osborne gets fired from the Oscorp War. Yeah. And uh, Norman has his meltdown. Okay. Fair. Uh, I mean, it's also a matter of. And old white man says, exist. "You're out, Norman," and then takes a drip drink of his tea. Beautiful. I mean, it would be nice if he was actually out, but we're not here to talk about Captain Curly's mandolin or politics. 
No, we're talking about Willem Dafoe. Mm -hmm. Which we'll get to talk about more in a couple weeks. Teen Titans Go after this rewatch will be the Nicolas Cage movie I will have seen the most. Well, specifically, Teen Titans Go to the movie because they have had a second movie since this. It's... I think them. this was one of the last movies I saw in theaters, too. No. No. Because we, we started watching this... I mean, I don't. I go to, like, three movies a year. We started watching this back when we were dating and you were in your apartment. Time's a flat circle. Mm hmm But yes, this will be the movie, the Nicolas Cage movie I will have seen the most. And I have also seen it an equal number of times. No, I think I might have watched it one time when you weren't around, but I think this will also be the Nicolas Cage film that I've seen the most, and I also got done doing a rewatch of all of the available seasons of Teen Titans Go. Oh god, this is just gonna fucking turn into a DC talk at the other side of this, isn't it? No, because no. Devin doesn't like DC. DC's dumb. Good Devin. Devin thinks that it stands for dumb comics. Mm-hmm. See what mean, happens when you let DC do things? We have fucking four hours of Snyder Cut in like two weeks. God, I hope it's bad. I hope That'll it's make... so fucking bad. Me too. I, I hope that it's good. No, Zack Snyder sucks did at you, dicks. Did you read the Variety piece? Lucas, do you think I... What the fuck? Do you think I read a Variety piece about the Snyder Cut? First off, yes, I did. So you don't feel... No. Aren't you a person who defends his Dawn of the Dead? Yeah, that was probably his best movie. Are you excited for the new one that he has coming out on Netflix? No. Is that one also four hours long? Probably. No, it's... But you he know, made zombies I... run. Zombies shouldn't run. That defeats the entire point of oh, zombies. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I agree with that. But no, his his Dawn of the Dead was surprisingly not bad, which was surprising because he was remaking the best zombie movie of all time. I just don't want... I want it to be bad so that we don't get into a loop of people making insane demands and then studios just giving into those demands. Oh, and guess what? The suits already suck. still hate it, which is funny because that's why he was gonna get fired the first time. Yeah, I... Because he quit, but he was going to be fired. I want it to be... And also we saw want... Batman vs. Superman and Man of Steel. We already know oh, yeah. that his no, I... vision for everything is already terrible. I mean, it's not as bad as the thing that was leaked as his idea for the spoilers, but was apparently just Jeff Johns's, uh review where Batman ends up having sex with Lois Lane while Superman is dead. and they. I don't believe that that's just Jeff Johns' thing. I totally think that Zack Snyder would be cool with that. I mean, he might be, but... I think that Jeff Johns has far more to answer for, considering his like ten plus year ten. But we 
don't need to subject Abby to talk about comics because she has nothing to contribute beyond it's awful and nothing that I say about comics makes her interested in it. Abby, Spider-Man is fun. You should read about Spider-Man. I've watched Spider-Man. Yeah. I enjoy watching them. I hate everything surrounding them. Spider-Man swings around. He goes flip, flip. Flip, flip is good. I can appreciate flip, flip. Guys. And sometimes he's the emissary from hell. In Japan. I think that's about 17 layers further than I give a shit about, Lucas. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're here to talk about Mr. Cage. And mm -hmm. the important news surrounding him. Congratulations, Mr. Cage. No, Mr. Cage got married again last night. What? what? And he is very happy. Excuse me? Nicholas Cage marries Rico Shibata in a Las Vegas wedding. And this time was not drunk and will not get it annulled in three days like last time. Good for Mr. Cage. Congratulations. Christ. She is younger than you, Abby. Yes, she is. Good for Mr. Cage. I mean, hopefully. He's very happy. He said so. All right, well. Oh, God. The angle of this fucking picture is. He looks like he's eating her face. He does. I am very happy for him, but holy shit, he looks like he is sucking her soul out of her mouth. Uh, well, that is Nicolas Cage news, so that has been our Nicolas Cage news moment. And he shaved his um, beard, too. He had a beard for a bit? Yeah. He had it in that, uh, Willy's Wonderland and also that, uh, that swearing show that's on Netflix. Mm. Mm. Which, I don't know if you guys watch it, a little disappointing. Yeah, that's the general consensus I heard about it. Well, for one thing, not enough cage. We just kept seeing, like, random comedians and other people talking. I don't give a shit about them. I wanted to see cage. Every time he was on, it was hilarious. My mom and dad apparently liked it enough that they watched Snakes on a Plane because of it. Nice. Mm -hmm. Snakes on a Plane is a quality film. Fact. I saw it opening Saturday. Same. I dragged my mom to make me go see it. We went and saw it for Tim's birthday. Nice. And that is why my MySpace page is just full of broken links at this point. I never had MySpace. I feel like everybody's is. Oh, but I specifically had Snakes on a Plane uh, themes. Fair. But uh, we are here to go and watch Teen Titans Go to the Movie, which is, I also think... The first Nicolas Cage movie that Abby and I have seen that you have not seen. Correct. Wait, you haven't seen it? No. Well, this is going to be interesting. Uh-huh, and you haven't really watched the show, correct? I have watched a few episodes. Fair enough. This is very interesting. Mm. I am now about 80% more invested in the outcome <laughs> of this. Yes. 
Oh, but I have to also bring something up from last week, which I forgot. Oh, during, yes. During Hawk Talk. Hawk Talk. It's Ethan Hawke's opinion of Mr. Nicolas Cage. Oh, yes, please do share. Uh, this is from his 2018 uh, interview. I think Nicolas Cage is one of the few people in history of acting that has really changed the form. I mean, he is a true original, one of the greatest actors ever. His confidence and madness and dedication, you take his top ten performances and I'd put them against anybody, and they're revelatory. You know, Konstantin Stanislavski came up with this idea of naturalism and pursuing life as it is, moving away from a more performance-oriented Shakespearean style of singing roles. Brando and Lee Strasberg and the group theater and all these people push it forward. Gene Hackman and De Niro and Streep, we've all been dutifully falling in line, except for Nick Cage. He's doing something else. And apparently when they made Lord of War, he came up and told Nick Cage that he thought he was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I, you know, I, I understand it. I would have uh, loved to see Cage's reaction to that. Uh, he says that he doesn't think that Cage knew what to make of it. <laughs> yeah, that that's about what I was. I feel like there could be like a like bat backslash head pat that went along with that. Like, uh, thanks. I mean, that would be something where I think it would be actively bad if you were like, yeah, I know. Thank you. No, I agree. But <laughs> just that's. How do you... Just have... a wild scenario to contemplate. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been trying to put some more ageness into the way that I do D&D, because I'm in a game that allows me to roleplay more. It's great. Nice. Uh-huh. I, le- I let the character make the choices instead of me make the choices, unless it comes down to important combat, in which case I should not let a five-year-old let people die because he wants to turn into a dinosaur. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. That's whatever you were talking about, Gloria. Teen Titans Go to the Movie is on a bunch of streaming channels. I am excited to rewatch this again because there is one literal episode that ties into the effects of the movie. So we can talk about that after as well. We will eventually watch Captain Corelli's Mandolin. Um... At work, I am going through a complete systems change, so I've had about 17 people come and complain to me at nauseum about that systems change over the past five days, and I cannot deal with a war film at the moment, so thanks to Luke and Devin for allowing me to not have to watch a war film. And I literally just got up and was like, I don't really want to watch this, and I wanted to watch Teen Titans go to the movie again because I watched all of it. Oh, so you made it seem like you were doing me a favor, but this was really all just for you. No, it's for both of us. <coughs> sure, Dan. Lies. <coughs> mm-hmm. Okay, well, Devin, I will be very interested to hear what you think of Teen Titans Go to the Movies. And we'll be back after Teen Titans Go to the Movies. I, like, I we can't. Have, I tried to have a good outro line, but I didn't think of anything. Truth.
And we are back, and I am sorry that Hulu only had it if you had it linked up to your cable account, which, while we do pay for cable, we have not linked, because we usually forget that we have cable, except for, like, the month that Christmas movies are on. Hallmark Christmas you movies. Pay for, you pay for cable? Gross. Yeah, it got Luke bundled in. Got Luke got dragged in by a door-to-door salesman and is now no longer allowed to open the door for door-to-door salesmen. Yeah. That's fair. You know, I have empathy for them after selling Boy Scout popcorn. A choice was made. Luke is no longer allowed to open the door for door I respect that choice. Well, I think it was more from the second time that I did it, and we temporarily almost switched over to a energy Ponzi scam. scheme, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But still, Luke is no longer allowed to but open the usually door. Usually, when people come to the door, I just ignore them. That's exactly what I do and what you should do. When I saw those Jehovah's Witnesses and or Mormons, I don't know which one, I can't tell them apart, approach my door, you best believe I flipped over the back of the couch and hid until they left. <laughs> this is the correct response. The only time they ever got me with their literature was I was getting the mail and this attractive girl was walking up and was in, like inviting people to a party. I'm just like, yeah, I want to do that. Then I got to look at the pamphlet and it was for Jehovah's Witnesses. I was like, oh. You're like, no, I don't want to do that. It's like, well, no, I'm not. Good job, Jehovah's. You at least like changed how you did it. Yeah. You got, you got me. <laughs> they got better marketing tactics. Oopsie daisy. That's when you just look at them and reference Mad Max Fury Road and you just say, Witness me And then he It was after it was what it was in Minnesota too, right after Prince died. They almost mentioned that because that would probably just destroy them because that's all they had. Mm-hmm. Probably. But then again he also died because he was a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Yeah. Because he couldn't get the blood transfusions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I still love this movie. Abby, you you said that a bit of the shine has come off on your, like, third viewing of it? Yeah. Which I think happens with most movies. Devin, what did you think of this movie? The first Nicolas Cage musical we have seen. Yeah, first off, I would not have qualified this as a Nicolas Cage film. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Mm-hmm. Like Spider-Verse, he is at least a very much a supporting player. Where oh. this... Yes, no, he is. This is a glorified cameo. I think Stan Lee has a glorified cameo. They, they had about as many lines. Uh, honestly, I thought this was terrible. Wow. This was, by far, this was, by, this was by, far, by far the worst film we have watched for this podcast. Wow. I called it. Uh-huh. I believe about 15 minutes in, I go, oh yeah, Devin's gonna hate this. I, I thought that it could have gone either way, and, uh, you know, I am sorry that you are uh, having a wrong opinion about this movie. I am in, I am the 9%. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you not enjoy about the movie? I didn't think the jokes were funny. 
too, it had no plot really. Wow. To me, to me, it was it was stringing to it was basically it was like a whole bunch of TV episodes that they kind of just like spliced together with a very mild overarching plot of Robin wants a film. Mm-hmm. That's totally fair. Mm-hmm. But like none of the segments were connected at all. Like them killing Bruce Wayne's parents, I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. But then, but that was just a one-off joke that then doesn't go anywhere. To me, it's just like you could have done things with that. That was I kind of was into that plot line. No, we did have a discussion of was this movie just created in the exact same way they create the TV show, which I could totally see, mm-hmm. since it was the exact same production team, where it was just we're just making this like fifteen minutes at a time, essentially. Yeah. Yes. Because they have done, like, five-part specials. Much like how the SpongeBob SquarePants movie was terrible. The new one? I don't know. I'm talking about the original. That's the only one I ever saw. Oh, I've only seen the one on Sponge Out of Water. That's the second one. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that one. I only saw the first one. Yep. Mm -hmm. I enjoy the Michael Bolton song. Mm -hmm. Did you enjoy the Michael Bolton song? It was fine. You also you also asked me if I had seen the show, and I said I watched a few, I have seen a few episodes. I did not enjoy those few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well then, friend, I appreciate your sacrifice here. I don't. Look, we're all gonna watch movies sooner or rather during this podcast that we did not enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's just what happened. So, who wants to discuss? What happened in the movie? Robin attempts some zany schemes to get a movie because otherwise he doesn't think that he's a true hero, despite the fact that they keep referencing pretty much every DC film that has ever come out, which if that is the case, Robin has two films with Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Also, one thing I realized was, like, they I really wish they would have explored the plot hole of Oh, if we get rid of Batman, Robin then ceases to exist. Because as a sidekick, if you get rid of your superhero, you don't mm-hmm. fucking have anybody to sidekick. Mm-hmm. That that would have been fun to have, like, at least, like, a next joke of, oh, shit, not only have we It's a Wonderful life ourselves into a terrible dystopia, but, oh, fuck, I don't exist. Let's go undo this. Fair. Also, the joke that I think would have been funnier too is if the entire if there was no arch nemesis for them to fight because the world is super peaceful without the superhero. Yeah, which I think could have worked because a lot of the villains were created by the actions of superheroes. Yeah, and I mean the show has done stuff to that point, but uh, I mean that's not what they're going for. It was literally a commentary on superhero movies nick cage is a bit part as superman Mm -hmm. yep but we do get a line about uh sorry about the explosive diarrhea that i could put into the song at the beginning of the episode which is going to be great and somebody does refer to cage's um superman as a national treasure which i laughed loudly at Mm -hmm. Do we think that the song, uh, Upbeat 80s inspirational song about life is better than the songs nominated for 
the 2018 Best Original Song, which includes Shallow from A Star Is Born, All the Stars from Black Panther, and The Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, no, Shallow fucking slaps. The movie itself did not, but the song is great. Fair. Yeah. And correction, Lady Gaga was great throughout. I really only know it from the meme. The movie, the movie's too long. Yeah. And I mean, it's literally been done four times before. Yes. Yeah. Also, they don't understand the music industry, and that bothered me. Because I'm sorry. How is Bradley Cooper washed up? If he literally spent the entire previous summer selling out stadiums on a worldwide tour. People don't fade from the music industry quite in the same way that they can like in other mediums. Plus, we've already had the songs that he wrote with Lady Gaga, which is going to be the next album. So hype is already there. And then it dragged to the middle. And then my mom, who has seen the previous one, just kept sitting there being like, come on, Bradley Cooper, just kill yourself already. Let's let's pick this up. Christ! <laughs> I I can see your mom doing that though. I mean, that's a that's a choice. But yeah, who's dragging too long in the middle? And that's how the movie has to keep going. Is he's gotta off himself. Fair. Yeah. Uh... Just like in Bohemian Rhapsody, is like, okay, I'm ready for this one to be done. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's worse, though, because that's a real person. Yeah. It's true. No, it's still a movie. Fair. And movies need the thing called pacing. Do they, though? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Teen Titans Go to the Movies did not have good pacing. Bam, look at me tying it back. Good job, Devin. Gold Fair. star. Well, uh, should we get into our classic actor and creators discussion? I mean, most of the cast here is voice actors, our voice actors. Minus the, like, cameo roles. I don't believe any of us have seen Cat School, the movie, or the Drawn Together movie, the movie. I watched parts of Drawn Together, the TV show, when it was on the air. Because uh, that is where uh, Oren Horvath, uh, who was co-director with this, uh, that is the only other thing that he has done. Uh, the other co-director, Peter Rita McHale, uh, who also did the music for this movie, uh, has not done other movies and does not even have a Wikipedia page. Devin, I will apologize. I do, in my brain, I remembered Cage as having a much larger part in this for some reason. That's cool. He has about eight lines, which is not a lot, but it is also... We have talked about the difference between, like, there's the one movie where people randomly found Nicolas Cage driving by in a car in the movie, and we're like, that is not a Nicolas Cage movie. This one, he is promoted as being in it. But also he has fewer lines than both Kristen Bell or Will Arnett. We could have talked about Phil Lord and Chris Miller, Luke. We could have talked about Clone High today. You know, I do have Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse as a movie I have purchased, so... If and you want Jake to... Johnson. Devin, can I tell you my moment of fear yesterday in which hmm. I can never remember Jake Johnson's name? So 
while everything was everybody was talking about Jay Johnston, I had to do a quick Google to like hope like I had this like fear in the pit of my stomach that was like shit. Is this Nick Miller? Has Nick Miller done dumb fucking capital rioting? God damn it. You saw about that, right? Yeah. The yeah. Jimmy Pesto's going to jail. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> take that, Jimmy Pesto. <laughs> so there were like 30 seconds of just my heart filled with dread about Nick Miller doing capital rioting. Here's why I will say it is definitely not Nick Miller doing that. One. Jake Johnson seems very much to be a person who emulates a lot of his characters. Which means no, B, totally his character is not traveling out of city to go perform in some, in like anything. Fair. Fair. I, I don't think he believes in enough things to do that. Well, I am going to be excited to see how weird some of these cast lists are because... The five main people are voice actors in this movie. Yes, they are voice actors. Mm -hmm. But they also sometimes have uh, live-action film roles. Uh, Scott Minville, who has been voicing Robin for over a decade now, uh, I have also seen him in. But the thing about character actors is this makes a terrible... What have you seen this person in? Because nobody fucking knows who these people are. I would argue that if we are going to play this game in this film, we should really just skip to, like, Kristen Bell and Will Arnett. But that's erasing some of these other roles that they have had. I mean, Scott Minville was in The Time Traveler's Wife. And Ernest Goes to Camp. He has been at NCIS, which is not a movie, but I know you love your NCIS. Have watched NCIS. As a white woman, it is my... Part of my DNA to have watched a lot of procedural crime shows. That does not mean I love them. Doesn't it? I mean, he was also in Paranorman. Uh, I have not actually seen Cars 3, Ralph Breaks the Internet, uh, Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans, which is also solid. I think, Devin, you would enjoy that a lot more because it actually has more of a plot. Uh, Teen Titans Trouble in Tokyo, Jungle Book, Mowgli's Story, and Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School. Yeah, but it was the voice of Tug. I don't remember who the hell that was. Neither do I, but... Probably one of the Boy Scouts. Let's see. Underrated film, Scooby-Doo in the Ghoul School. Mm-hmm. You saw that they made a... No, you probably have not watched OKKO. OK they tie that into the show. Oh, yeah. Tug is the blonde boy from the Boy Scout cadet thing. The leader. Continue. I've seen literally just par no, okay, Paranorma and Cars are the only things I have seen. Scott Mendel in. Scott Mendel in. What about you, Devin? Um... 
Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School. Probably Land Before Time 3. Uh, Teen Titans Trouble in Tokyo. Scooby-Doo in Camp Scare. Uh, Paranorman. Uh, Missing Link. Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Uh, and then Hinden Welch played Starfire. Uh, she's in Groundhog Day. I have not seen Jerry Maguire, but she's in that. Uh, the Tom Sawyer movie. How have you not seen Jerry Maguire? I agree, Luke. It's just something I'm aware of, but I've never seen. We will have to remedy that. Uh, Wild Thornberry's movie, Teen Titans Trouble in Tokyo. Batman. Also, the Tom Sawyer movie is not the Tom Sawyer movie I think you think it is. Is that the one from, like, 1998? Oh, nope. Uh, no, it it's animated. got animals. <laughs> yep, that is not the one that I was thinking of with uh, a Haley Joel Osment. No, you were thinking of the movie Tom and Huck with a Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, there. he was. That <laughs> yep. is also exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> I believe that was a preview on the VHS copy of Jumanji we have. Probably. I have seen the trailer for Tom and Huck with Jonathan Taylor Thomas an obscene amount of times. Alright. Uh, Tom and Huck was great. Uh, then Batman Gotham Knight. Uh, Tangled. Uh, Justice League War. That was not a good one. Uh, Teen Titans go to the movies, and Teen Titans go versus Teen Titans. What Hinden Walsh films have you seen? Also, she is the voice of Princess Bubblegum. I guess Groundhog Day. I do not remember. Was Debbie the Bride? I think she might have been. I think Debbie's the Bride. Jerry Maguire, Tangled, Teen Titans go to the movies. Yes, she is the bride in Groundhog Day who gets tickets to WrestleMania along with her boyfriend, Michael Shannon. Or husband, Michael Shannon. Nice. Groundhog Day is wild. So that is all the Hinden Walsh I have seen. I have seen the Groundhog's Day, the Jerry Maguire, Wild Thornberry's The Movie, uh, Batman Gotham Knight, Trouble in Tokyo, Tangled, Big Top Scooby-Doo, Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox, Justice League War, Assault on Arkham. Uh, that. Ooh, she was on the Drew Carey show. I definitely would have watched that. Uh, Static Shock, I would have seen. God, I mean, a ton of Adventure Time as I love that show. So it does not have a movie. That's actually false. It has had several films. Or, well, no, they're, like, in their movies. I guess they're more like miniseries, but they get qualified as movies. Mm -hmm. And then she is also the voice of uh, Coco Bandicoot in Crash Team Racing, which I played a ton of. Uh, Carrie Payton, who plays Cyborg in the show, uh, was also in Teen Titans Trouble in Tokyo. Uh, and then Justice League Throne of Atlantis. Also, not great. Who are you on right now? Carrie Payton. Cool. All that I have seen him in in terms of movies. I mean, if we get into other stuff, he's 
been a lot of things, but he has pretty much been the main voice of Cyborg for the past decade in every DC thing. Booyah. I mean, I would say decade and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen, other than this movie, movie-wise, I have not seen another movie from his run. Oh man, apparently he was Swayzak in the Trapped in Hyperspace event on Toonami. Remember when Toonami had a plot line? That was wild. <laughs> truly, truly outrageous. Uh, let's see. Yeah, all them Teen Titans and all those things where he voiced the cyborg. There was a Guardians of the Galaxy TV show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just animated bullshit. Okay. Yeah, it's not great. Ooh, he was additional voices in Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. A fantastic game. And also additional voices in Spider-Man Edge of Time. Also a great game. After that is Tara Strong, who voices Starfire. Uh, or no, who voices Raven, uh, who was Dill Pickles in the Rugrats movie. Was in Princess Mononoke, Rugrats in Paris, Ice Age, the Powerpuff Girls movie, Spirited Away, the Wild Thornberries movie. Uh, Rugrats Go Wild. Uh... Monsters University. I see one that Devin is going to have to say that he watched. Teen Titans Go to the Movies, Teen Titans Go vs. Teen Titans, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Not counting any of the direct-to-video movies with that. Worst Star Wars movie of all time. Rise of Skywalker. Bam, I said it. I agree. Here's what movie I have to say that Lucas... Oh, I, I, I'm thinking that you're going to have to admit that you've seen Jay and Silent Bob's super groovy cartoon movie. No, I only watched part of it. I didn't like the animation style. Fair. I have seen, out of her films, the Rugrats movie, Rugrats in Paris, Ice Age, Spirited Way, fucking hell. Um, Hoodwinked. Both. Why are we fucking helling uh, Spirited Away, Abby? It is the only Miyazaki film that she has seen, and it has turned her away from wanting to watch any other Miyazaki movies. That makes me sad, Abby. I was really unprepared for it and got very scarred. Still makes me sad, Abby. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ted, Monsters University, Ted 2, The Secret Life of Pets. I shit. I just had to think about whether I've actually seen the emoji movie or not. Way too hard. I have not seen the emoji movie. That is my Tara Strong. Neat. I, I would have seen her in the Rugrats movie, Princess Mononoke, Rugrats in Paris, Ice Age, the Powerpuff Girls movie, Spirited Away, the Wild Thornberries movie. Maybe right. Yes, Rugrats Go Out I did see. Uh, TMNT I saw. Ted I saw. Monsters University. Mm, the Boss Baby. Teen Titans Go to the Movie. Rise of Skywalker. 
And shout out to Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Da, 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 this time the da, monsters da, da, were real. I might have seen. Did they start out in like an old, like crayfish factory? No. There's one where they are in like an old, like southern mansion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's cat people as well. I think so. Yeah. Yep. That's Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Then I have seen Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. I didn't include that because it's not technically a theatrical release, which is. Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, I saw. Yeah, I mean, that movie fucks. Watched a bunch of the Fairly Odd Parents films. As she is the voice of Timmy Turner. Yeah. I also she... saw the fucking wild ass uh, Fairly Odd Parents movie. <laughs> Where, uh... Drake Bell? Yeah, Drake Bell plays Timmy Turner. And somehow we pretended like it wasn't weird, but it was. Oh, no, it was definitely weird. <laughs> uh, we then have... And Turner. it shouldn't have existed, too, based off of the plotline of later episodes. Wait, was that the weird-ass live-action one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drake Bell played, uh, Timmy Turner. Christ, I've never seen it. I've just seen, like... Still. Gifts from it. And I saw the whatever the Christmas one was, which I think was the second one. <sighs> yeah, no, but let's talk about the crazy ass plotline of Fairly Odd Parents, the TV show, and how the movies couldn't have happened because Timmy cannot grow up. Did you know there was a weird dark fit store plotline where basically Timmy wished that he made a secret wish where he would never age and neither would anyone else in Dimsdale? <laughs> Christ. Because he never wanted to lose his fairies. Christ. I've actually, like, I've only ever seen, like, little bits and pieces of Fairly Odd Parents. I have not oh. actually seen. Fairly Odd Parents is great. And yeah, and then the wish gets uh, found out and they get aged to their real times. And yeah, Timmy's like 70 Wait, years like, old. Wait, like, all at once? It's mm-hmm. like he goes from being, like, 5 to, like, 30? No, 70. he goes. He goes from being ten to like seventy. Jesus. And it's not just him; it's the entire town. Oh, I hope they beat his ass. No, they wouldn't know. But yes, and then ev- eventually they're able to undo it. But yeah. No, the, yeah, the whole thing is yeah. He's was born basically like in the nineteen forties. <laughs> Christ. Uh, Holy shit! I did not realize that. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, well, and it's well, and it's because they end up because then it's all of his wishes get taken away, which is why Cosmo and Wanda end up helping him, trying to get uh, everything undone because they they're in the later seasons they have a baby, and the oh, only sh- reason they have a baby is because Timmy wished for them to have one because they wanted Christ. one. So oh. because all of Timmy's wishes got undone, their baby he like erases from their existing. child. He doesn't. Shit. The the fairy council does. Christ. Oh my god. That's yeah. that's that's even worse considering like some of the stories about Butch Hartman where I believe it was Tara Strong had a miscarriage and Butch Hartman was like, Oh, you deserved it because God hates you. Butch Hartman is like a ridiculous piece of shit. Jesus. Ah, but speaking of not pieces of shit, Greg Sipes, who uh, voices Beast Boy 
has a much smaller list because mostly what he has done is voice Beast Boy for the past. I don't several think years. you could have made a weirder transition there if you tried. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Holy shit, Luke! <laughs> oh. I now want to watch Fairly Odd Parents because it sounds like it is a wild ride. It yeah. is. What has what's his name in it? And I love him as the voice of the dad slash Cosmo. I forget his name. He plays the lawyer in Veronica Mars. He's great. Oh, Ken Mar- not Ken Marino. Duran Morris. Yeah, Darren Morris. No, not uh, Ken Marino, though I do love him too. Mm-hmm. Coming back for Party Down. Mm-hmm. Whenever they get to it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the only thing that is not Teen Titans go to the movies and the other Teen Titans stuff that we have mentioned that I have seen Greg Sipes in is apparently Fast and the Furious. The first one. You haven't seen the first one? No. I have seen the first one. Oh, okay. I'd no, just... he is not in the first one. Luke, you're reading it oh, wrong. Oh, no, this is Fast and Furious the fourth oh. one. Oh, then I... Yep, I have seen that one. The one that everyone forgets because it was okay. How do you spell his last name? C I P E S. I mean, literally, all I do is go down the list of. I'm currently uh, shopping for tea, Lucas, so. You, you didn't see John Tucker Must Die, Luke? Nope. Who is he in John Tucker Must Die? Guy at Party, number four. Oh, I actually think I remember who that guy at that party is. Because it's when she's coming clean and everybody's yelling at her, I believe. Nice, I don't remember that. (laughs) I have watched that movie way too recently. Just say I saw it the one time in theaters. Oh, I've seen it within the past eight months, probably. Nice, it was one of our band camp uh, activities. There is an excellent episode of Teen Titans Go where they do end up meeting all the voice actors and everyone else has a different voice than the voice actor except for Beast Boy and Greg Sipes. Who... Greg Sipes plays Mort, Mort in Milo Murphy's Law. Ooh. Milo Murphy's Law is great if you got that Disney Plus, Devin. I do have the Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. It's an uh, animated series starring Weird Al as a guy who is affected by, my, er, by Murphy's Law. And so it's essentially just horrible things happening, and he has to make his way through it. If you like visual gags, you would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I have used the Disney Plus to watch WandaVision, which celebrated its season finale last night. Mm-hmm. I watched the first episode. And it did not really turn into twisty bullshit that didn't explain anything. Well, then I'd be willing to go back and watch it. I mm-hmm. See, but I wanted that. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people put all their hopes into the series and it's just like, no, it wasn't going to ever be about introducing the x-men into the universe oh i don't care about that i just wanted them just to have wanda be the villain 
Sure. Where we where we kind of then just the the I thought everything was really good up until the end where then it was still good but not great where it just turned into your very stereotypical Marvel slug and fest. Yeah, it it really does kind of fall apart at the end. Uh, but yeah, that's all for Greg Sipes, correct? Yes. Yep. We then have Will Arnett. Did we ever do Will Arnett? Who I have. No, I we feel did like not. we did Will Arnett. Uh, who I've seen mm-hmm. in Blades of Glory, mm-hmm. Horton Hears a Who, Monsters vs. Aliens. Oh, yeah, nope, we did him. Because he was in G-Force. Yes. Yes. Okay, then we can just do Christian Bell quickly and get on with our day. Okay, Bell. Some K-Bell. No, we could also do I Have Listened to Halsey in such albums as Manic. <laughs> yeah, no, Patton Oswalt's on here, too. I want to talk Patton. Wait, Fair. where is Patton? He was Patton the Oswalt was the Adam. Oh. Well, do you want to do Patton before Kristen Bell, or do you want to do Kristen Bell and Patton? I've got Kristen Bell's page open. Then we can talk about Stan Lee. I've seen Stan Lee in 49 films, according (laughs) to... Jesus Christ. Uh, Alright, well, I have seen Kristen Bell in... Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Fanboys... Fanboys is great. Fuck Get him to the Greek. So I had to throw that one in there. Frozen, Veronica Mars, Zootopia, Bad Moms, Disaster Artist, Ships, uh, Olaf's Frozen Adventure, which I wouldn't consider an actual film, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Frozen 2. Why well, it says short film on the side. I have seen Kristen Bell in... Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Astro Boy, When in Rome, You Again, Burlesque, Stuck in Love, Hit and Run, The Lifeguard, Frozen, Veronica Mars, Frozen Fever, Zootopia, How to Be a Latin Lover, Olaf's Frozen Adventure, Teen Titans Go to the Movie, Like Father, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Frozen 2. I have seen K-Bell in such films as Forgetting Sarah Marshall, The Fanboys, Astro Boy, uh, let's see. Get him to the Greek. Scream 4. Safety Not Guaranteed. Movie 43. Frozen. The entirety of the Veronica Mars TV show, as well as Veronica Mars the movie. Uh, Frozen Fever. Zootopia. Uh, the Disaster Artist. Chips. Ralph Breaks the Internet and Frozen 2. I will say I refuse to watch season four of Veronica Mars because I know how it ends and I don't want to see that shit. I'm upset that I saw Chips. It was like a free preview thing. Chips is fine. 
it's homophobic as hell. I don't really remember that, but I thought parts of it were funny. Yeah. Uh, so did we want to do Patton Oswalt or Stan Lee? Next. I refuse to fucking do Stan Lee. Patton Oswalt? Well, have a good rest of your day, everyone. <laughs> uh, was in Magnolia, Zoolander, Blade Trinity, Starsky and Hutch, Dodgeball, a true underdog story, Ratatouille, Balls of Fury, A very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. 22 Jump Street. Sorry to bother you. Teen Titans go to the movie. And those are all the movies I've seen. Jesus Christ, I never realized that Pat Oswalt was the voice of Ratatouille. Or Remy, rather. Yeah. Jesus. I have seen Patton Oswalt in Zoolander, Calendar Girls, Dodgeball, Failure to Launch, Ratatouille. Young Adult. Teen Titans Go to the Movies, The Secret Life of Pets 2. I have seen, I believe, all of his available stand-up specials, because I love his stand-up. And I believe that should be mentioned here. His stand-up is very good. Devin, what have you seen Patton Oswalt in? Uh, for the Patton, I have seen Zoolander, Starsky and Hutch, Dodgeball, Blade Trinity, The Amazing Screw-On Head... Uh, Ratatouille, Balls of Fury, The Informant, Young Adult, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, uh, 22 Jump Street, Observe and Report, uh, Sorry to Bother You, and, uh, yeah, and then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which he is also in, which is a TV show, but it's great, and everyone should watch that. Yes. Agents of Seals is the reason I'm not watching WandaVision, because it got too twisty and bullshit. See, this right, that it kept well, getting good. Abby did. I mean, it did get twisty and bullshit, but. Right. They just kept up in the ante each season. It's just like, yeah, more, more. Fuck yeah, let's go to space in the future where the Earth's destroyed. Hell yeah. God, ugh. So, not my bullshit. There Luke, is what Stan Lee films have you seen? I'm no, kidding. goodbye, goodbye. We will see you in a month to probably do Captain Corelli's mandolin. No, I, I think it's just going to go back into the box of things, because next week, Devin and I... Uh, oh, no, no, next week I've got the 
anime or the manga podcast that I'm doing. Uh, no, our next episode is going to be on the 27th, which is going to be Abby's pick. Abby, what are we watching? Spider-Verse! Spider-Verse? I'm fine with Spider-Verse. I don't know. I Have we run through all of the K-Dromcoms? No, I, I feel like there's some more Nicolas Cage romantic comedies. Name them, Luke. Nicolas Cage, <laughs> romantic. Leaving Las Vegas. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Um, A Canary Watch. For the movies that would be closest to what Abby is looking for. I have not seen it, but it is listed as a dramedy. It would be The Weatherman. Somebody spilled a milkshake on him. No, someone threw it at him. Uh. No, oh shit, okay, that's not... I was. I thought Joe was Meet Joe Black, and I was like, we could do Meet Joe Black, but Joe is not Meet Joe Black. Joe was actually really good. That was one of the more recent films, movies, where Cage tried. Uh, if you're looking for a 90s action film, Snake Eyes is a good of the 90s Cage actions. Well, then we will looking... probably... Go ahead. So, or if you're looking for the weird romance Cage... There is the remake of German film Wings of Desire called City of Angels. Ooh. Ooh. Those are... It will probably be one of those three films. When guardian angel Seth, just... who invisibly watches over the citizens of Los Angeles, becomes captivated by Maggie, a strong-willed heart surgeon, he ponders trading in his pure otherworldly existence for a mortal life with his beloved. The couple embarks on a tender but forbidden romance spanning heaven and earth. I can get behind that bullshit. Or Snake Eyes is a crazy movie about betting on gambling, which also turns into shoot-em-ups with Nicolas Cage and best pal Gary Sinise. Oh no, we're definitely doing Snake Eyes then. Snake Eyes is great. Yes, let's do Snake Eyes. So he plays another cop. A corrupt cop. I love everything about this. Okay. Uh, well, then we will be doing Snake Eyes as Abby's birthday pick. Nice. Directed by Wild director Brian Del Palma. And then after that, we've got Devin's movie pick, Wild at Heart, which he has already provided me a DVD copy of along with a DVD player. Um, us? We live together, bitch. It was a Christmas gift to me. Devin, where can you be found online? Uh, you can find me online at Fred Fett, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. Abby, where can people find you? Oh, shit. You can find me online at Abnominus, A-B-B-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S. Luke, where can you be found? Oh, you can't. You're protected right now. Now, yeah, my account is still protected at, at Coltrick K O L T R E G. You can also find my stuff at Lucare L U K E H E R R dot com. And uh, yeah, I generally post stuff, I need to update that again, but 
still on private mode as I wait for job news. Neat. All right. Well, Devin, thank you for joining us for your least favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Truth. Sorry to torture you, but I'm now very excited for Snake Eyes. Good. It is a good movie. And then you can all get wild with Wild at Heart after that. Where you get to experience your first David Lynch, Abby. Yes. We will no, see how no. that one goes. <laughs> no, because she has seen the one about riding the lawnmower. Yes. Oh, fine. My bad. The His first, first narration. David Lynchy. <laughs> But I haven't seen the long or the longest ride since I was like six. I saw it at the Drexel. Nice. Yep. David Lynch is a wild man. This I am aware of. All right, and thank you, listeners, for listening to this episode that is not Captain Corelli's Mandolin, because instead of learning about something that none of us had seen before, we tortured Devin on accident. Feet, no, feeling upbeat, upbeat, 